Welcome to the Stewardship Podcast, where we discuss how to wisely manage your resources, influence, and on today's episode, your Instagram feed. All right, we're not actually discussing your Instagram feed, but today's episode is all about stewarding social media. Yeah. You are a steward, and whether you are all about social media, you post like crazy, whether you hate social media, you're never on it, you don't even have the accounts, maybe you started and then you like deleted your account one time, or whether you're just somebody who has an account and you just lurk and you like looking at stuff but you don't post, this episode is for you because you are a steward of social media. And social media is an opportunity, something for us to potentially have influence on. And we can have good influence or we can have bad influence or we can have no influence. And we need to be intentional about those choices. And in today's episode, I'm going to do my best to share where I'm going to be intentional with those choices or how I've chosen to be intentional with those choices and what you can do to potentially be a better steward, a good steward of social media. All right. So social media... I think we need to know and understand that there are obviously some bad things that happen on there. Um, Like with anything, (laughs) there's some, there's some bad stuff. Uh, There are people that I know very close to me in my family and they, every year during election season, not every year, every four years, they just literally are done. They don't even log on to social media because the, political like back and forth and banter between the political parties and the people who are in between it's it's crazy it brings up some crazy emotions and i don't know if anybody really likes that uh no but, no i don't think <laughs> uh, and, you know so that that stinks that's that's bad and obviously there's some other things that can be really really bad on on social media social media has been used um by really bad people to do some really bad things uh, whether it be stealing you know, people's information, financial information, or even spreading lies, spreading lies. Yeah. Uh, and I think even worse than that, uh, um, just going after children, like predators, you know, like social media yeah. can be used for, has been used for that. So there's some really bad stuff on social media. And, and I think, Daniel, we need to understand something about social media. You watch that, uh, the documentary, The Social Dilemma on Netflix, it, it clues you into a little bit of this, but some of the smartest people on the planet work for social media applications. Like li- literally the, the top graduates from, you know, the Harvards and the, the Stanford's and, and all these places, the MIT's, they, they work at social media. They're unbelievably intelligent. And, and you know what they're doing? They're trying to get us addicted to the social media. They're hacking our brains. Yeah. They, they want us to have dopamine hits as often as possible while we're on social media so that anytime we're idle, we want to pick up our phone, open a desktop browser, and go into social media wherever we're at, right? Because the more we're on social media, the more our eyes and our time are on that, the, the, the more money they can make. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw in a different documentary that the guy, there's a guy that works at Instagram and he actually was the one who kind of invented the bottomless feed. Oh, no way. Yeah. And he regrets it. So that you could just keep scrolling and it never ends. Yeah. It just auto refreshes when you get to the bottom. It just keeps going. Oh man. Keeps people, keeps people clicking. Yeah. And, and we have to understand that if we want to be good stewards of social media, 
we needed to, to, to understand some of the things that are at play behind the scenes and obviously some some of the bad stuff. But, you know, as, as bad as that sounds like, oh, it's just about getting a dopamine hit. I even had a friend of mine in a conversation talk about like, you know, somebody pulled out their their cell phone on accident idly and he just pulled it out. He's like, oh, you needed a dopamine hit. You know, I just called him out as a joke, you know, and and as bad as that sounds, um, I don't think it's bad to get a dopamine hit. And I don't think it's bad to have dopamine. Um, You know, there is like times in your in your day, maybe in your week where it might be wise to take a break, just refresh and relax and sure, get the dopamine hit, but maybe even do something else. Connect. Because social media is a great way to connect. It is social, after all. It is social. Uh, you know, before we started the podcast, you shared this really cool story about mice and dopamine. Would you share that, Daniel? I thought that was good. Yeah, there was a study uh, where they blocked the dopamine receptors in the brains of mice so that the the, the mice couldn't receive dopamine. Um, so all the normal ways we get it, pattern recognition and eating good food and all these different things, uh, the mice couldn't receive it, and eventually they just stopped eating altogether mm. because the dopamine was the motivator for for eating. It wasn't to satisfy the hunger, but it was actually to get the dopamine hit of finding the food. Yeah, uh, and so they stopped eating, and they they lacked all motivation. They just started to be lazy, and yeah, dopamine dopamine has its job. It has yeah. a purpose. Yeah, you know, I think that uh, words are powerful. So when you say it like, oh, you needed a dopamine hit, that sounds like, oh, geez, you know, like I'm a drug addict. Yeah, anything he's call it a hit. It's yeah. a bad thing. Right. But let's change the words. Let's say chemically balanced. Ah, yeah, right? you're trying to rebalance. Yep. Now everybody, everybody's like, yeah, this is great. And the, the reality of dopamine is it's this wonderful, beautiful thing that God has put within us. Uh, to help us stay balanced and, and move forward in the direction in our lives that we need to be moving forward with. Without it, we'd be in trouble. Uh, it's part of how we are created. And I think there are times where we can be intentional. That's the key word. Intentional with social media to maybe get some of that dopamine in a good way. But it's more than just dopamine, right? It's, it's about connection. And connection is super, super important. Look, social media, it's dangerous. It can be dangerous. Uh, but it's kind of like fire. If you touch fire, you will get burnt. But without fire, cars don't drive. Yeah. Without fire, we can't cook food. Without fire, we can't keep warm. It is a tool. It's a tool. And it must be wisely contained when we are good stewards of fire. Things go well. And when we're good stewards of social media, I think things can go really, really well. Are you trying to say social media is amoral? Yes. Social media is amoral. It's not good or bad. It's just social media. But we can decide to make good of it or bad of it. All right. Now, in this week's One Minute Money Tip, we have Brandon Ream, and he's going to share with you a way to be a good steward of your resources and of your assets with umbrella insurance. Take it away, Brandon. So what is an umbrella policy? An umbrella policy is additional liability limits on top of your auto and home policies. Every auto and home policy comes with liability limits, but those liability limits are typically capped by the carrier, meaning they won't let you go above a certain extent. So there's a lot of times where people want and need more protection than what's provided with those policies. 
The solution, that's where an umbrella policy comes in. An umbrella policy brings in additional liability limits on top of those limits. So for most homeowners insurance, probably have about a $300,000 or $500,000 limit. An umbrella can provide you with an additional million or even more um, on top of that. So should I get it? You should get it. It's very wise. Umbrella insurance. It's super inexpensive. If you're listening to this, if you have any kind of assets, you need it. Uh, the, the truth is when you're driving a car and you get in a car accident, uh, the things that can break are and the things that you can be liable for are, are really, really expensive and can exceed what your insurance is financially able to cover. And this umbrella helps get some more finances to be covered. So it's good. Get the umbrella insurance. This is a very, very wise thing. All right. So back to our conversation with social media. We talked about some of the bads of social media. Uh, there's probably even more bad things that we could continue to discuss with it. We could talk all day about bad things. All day about bad things. That's a great point. But social media can be used for good. And I shared this story in a previous episode, but I used to hate social media. I was not going to be on it. I thought it was dumb. I thought, it, why would I need to get on there and boast and gloat about things that are happening in my life? That is dumb. Well, that's because I was prideful and myopic in my thinking. When somebody who was wise and mentoring me, an older gentleman who actually wasn't on social media because he didn't understand it, he said to me, Grant, where can you find a place where you can have as much influence over a great mass of people so quickly. And it hit me right in the heart. And I'm like, oh my goodness, he's right. You know what his follow-up question to that was, Daniel? I do not. He said, Grant, why, why are you here? You tell me all the time, what's your purpose in life? And I said, well, I'm, I'm here to love people. So where can you love more people so quickly than social media? And I'm like, ooh, I wasn't being a good steward of that opportunity. Now, I'm not here to tell you if you're you're not on social media and need to get on it because you can love people better. Yeah, I haven't posted to Instagram since 2016. <laughs> so I'm not saying you, Daniel, are poor at loving people, but I'm saying this. Social media is a great opportunity that you may want to consider. And sure, there's some bad things on there, but if we harness it like we harness fire, and we can be good stewards of it, good things can happen. And I want to share with you kind of some things that I think I've done that work well in social media that, that I've found and appreciated with. We talked about connection, um, man, from high school friends to even friends from like grade school, all the way through some really great friends in, in college, like we kind of go our separate ways, right? And social media has become this awesome place where I can stay connected. I get to see what going on in their relationships and their marriages and, and, and see pictures of their children and see, see their children grow up. I had coffee with a friend of mine. His name's Robbie Lashua, also has a podcast um, at uh, Provision Coffee in, in Phoenix. And I get to see him maybe once a year. Uh, we have coffee together. And, and every time I see him, I, I feel like it hasn't been a year because I get to still follow him and his wife on social media and I get to see his, his kids grow up. And it's so cool and it's so beautiful. So then when I connect with him, I can ask about those things. I can ask about the trip they took. I can ask about, you know, the, the, the thing that their children is, child is doing and, and what's going on in, in their life. And it makes the conversations that we have there at Provision while we're drinking coffee so much more meaningful. And it allows us to go deeper and ask other questions. That word connection continues to come to mind, Daniel. I get to connect with people on social media. And that's really, really powerful. 
I mean, we were coming off the heels of uh, stay home periods and, you know, this whole pandemic thing. And we couldn't we had to socially distance. Well, social media allows for some connection. I think all of us were, were yearning for and allowed for. And that that's a cool thing as well. Um, but it's more than just the the connection. It's an opportunity to have a positive influence on a lot of on a lot of people. Um, Daniel, when you think about the times that or why you haven't posted on social media since you know or Instagram since 2016, what's your why behind that? Like why why don't you? Um, at the time, I just needed I just needed a break because I I I was doing a bad job of stewarding my intake. Mm. Um, I was just, I was constantly on it. And there were times when I was comparing myself to what other people are doing or, uh, yeah, comparison was one of the big things. Uh, and I I just wasted a ton of time and it was hard for me to to control myself, uh, and how I spent my time on social media. So I think there is something extremely powerful that can not only change our mindsets, but change, um, so many areas of our life. And that is, instead of comparing, we choose to celebrate. What would your life be like if every time you saw an awesome vacation that somebody was taking or an awesome meal that they were having or a really great tasting coffee or an awesome achievement that they posted about, rather than comparing, you decided to create within you a reflex, a trigger of celebration. Social media did that for me, Daniel. I, I used to compare a lot, especially as a business owner, right? Yeah. As a husband, as a parent. And it would kind of like make you think, man, am I doing enough? Or, or could I be doing better? Or, oh, man, I'm not as good as that. And then I decided, okay, well, I'm going to do something different. Every time I see somebody winning or doing something awesome on social media, I'm going to try to comment and say, wow, congratulations. That's so cool. That's really great to see. So awesome for you. And do everything that I could to genuinely celebrate with them. And then, after celebrating, I would say a quick prayer and praise God for that awesome thing in their life. Like, I would take it more than just, like, writing a comment. But it would turn into this thing where I I, I connected with God more. And I praised God for that awesome thing that they're getting to do. Even if it was as silly as a great tasting coffee or as great as this awesome promotion, right? Uh and, and what it did in me is take that comparison, the trigger of celebrating, outside of this virtual world into other areas of my life. So now, like when somebody, I've been having coffee with somebody or, or chatting with somebody, and even if they're like my quote unquote competition, if they share with me something that they did that's awesome, I, I, my wife told me this recently, like I, I just, I'll just smile like I, it's just, it just becomes this reflex in me where I get excited for them. Like my eyes get wide, I smile, I get excited for them. Like sometimes I'll just like high five or hug or whatever, and that's just become a part of now who I who I am. I love to celebrate people, man, and it's just it's a blast. I just I have more joy in my life. It's great. Yeah, you talked about developing a reflex of it, and I, I feel like that would be really hard for me to just turn on. So as you were sharing, I, I kind of realized like. If I can't develop the reflex just kind of automatically, I can try that prayer technique of like when I see something that I feel the initial comparison 
feelings come up, I can I can take a second and pray and say, God, thank you for that. I praise you for that. You're good. And mm. and shift my focus off of my lack and onto the abundance that God has mm-hmm. in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will help me develop an abundance mindset mm-hmm. to recognize there is enough to go around. There is – like there's a – I can celebrate this person because it doesn't take away from me. It doesn't cost me anything yes, to yes. celebrate. Yeah. And all yeah. it does is add joy to your life and theirs if you genuinely celebrate. And how cool is that? It's like, you know, social media, it's this opportunity to, to practice some of these triggers, some of these reflexes to have a more joyful life. And just the, the, the choice of saying, you know, I'm not going to compare. I'm going to celebrate instead. That's a, one of many things that you can do on social media to practice and, and, and now use it to be a good steward of. And now all of a sudden... Social media is making you a better person? How cool is that, man? You know? Sounds good to me. Yeah, it is. Well, you know, there's another thing that I have done, and it's just kind of like this rule. And we want to do this with every episode where we want to give you something practical, something tangible. And I think what we just talked about, trying to create triggers. And, and, and the best way to create a trigger, Daniel, for that habit is like like you said – you know, what's the thing that you struggle with with social media? And it was comparison. So I'm like, okay, what's the opposite to that comparison? It's celebration. So I'm going to do that. You can think of it that way. What's that one thing you really struggle with on social media? Now, what's the opposite of that? Now start acting on the opposite. And then you'll see the the, the opposite. Um, and for those people who are listening, be like, oh man, I really, you know, I struggle with this person. Or I keep seeing these posts and it's just, and it just bothers you because it is negative or it is bad or you don't like it. You can unfollow. What? Yes, you can unfollow and you can mute too. So if you're like scared, like, oh man, I don't want them to see me unfollow them. Look, if they're not in a healthy place and all they do is post negativity and they'll get upset if you unfollow them, you can just click mute where you're still quote unquote following them. They don't lose them as a follower, but you're not going to see their stuff for a while and you can choose to unmute them later on. But like those are tactics and things that you can do to help kind of protect. But I'd say the biggest tactic, the biggest thing, and here's kind of like the the call to action that I have for you is these two things. Is it helpful? Is it encouraging? That's my filter. And I'm not perfect, Daniel. (laughs) I fail. I make mistakes. And I don't always post extremely helpful or extremely encouraging things. From time to time, especially on Twitter, Twitter's weird. Like I'll want to like, you know, be a troll and comment and make a joke because it's funny and it's fun in that regard, right? But The best thing that I can do when I'm at my best on social media, before I click submit, before I hit comment, before I actually post the thing, is it helpful and is it encouraging? And if you follow me on social media, you you, you know that that's all I'm trying to do. The posts that I post about my family, about my wife, about my business, about finances, about this podcast, about Anything that's going on, I'll do my best to sometimes be transparent with like a, a past wound that I had. Now I have a, a scar from it. And I'll share with you some of my scars so that hopefully you don't have that get, get that wound in the future, right? Checkbox on helpful. Yeah, helpful, right? <laughs> exactly. Sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll notice something great about uh, finances or I did a thing with my, with my kids or my wife that it was super helpful to me. And, and I want to encourage other people, hey, go do this thing. I was on a date with my uh, daughter, Elanie, this morning. And I do a date every Tuesday or Wednesday morning. And I post a picture intentionally of me on dates with my kids to hopefully encourage other people to do the same thing. 
because the dates that I do aren't elaborate. Like we just literally went to a coffee shop like a mile or so down the road from our house. She got a macaroon. I got a, you know, a nitro cold foam. <laughs> it was great. But it was time with her. And I want to encourage people to do those things. So, so is it helpful? Is it encouraging? If you are having that mindset, you're having that filter on your social media before you hit submit, before you hit enter, before you hit post, that will change a lot. I also realize you can apply that filter to what you're seeing. Oh, yeah. If I'm seeing so much from these people that's not helpful for me, it's not encouraging me, it's discouraging me. If I can't turn that comparison into celebration, stop following that person. Yes. It's easy. Yes. Just because it's like the whole don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Just because there are things or stuff that's in your feed that you don't like, just unfollow it, right? If it's not helpful or if it's not encouraging, get, get it out of your feed. No problem. And if you find yourself posting things that aren't helpful or aren't encouraging, then change your behaviors. Um, I just think that those two simple things, is it helpful, is it encouraging, um, are are really, really wonderful, wonderful things, you know, to think about as you're being a good steward of social media. Look, social media, it's not for everyone. I'm not saying everybody has to be on it. And if you're not, you're a sinner going to hell. That's not what I'm saying, Daniel. But I'm saying that social media, there is a great opportunity there. And I found over these past couple of years, and I used to be anti it, and now here I am on it almost every day. It's a wonderful thing. And if you're a good steward of it, it can make a positive impact on a lot of people's lives. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For the record, though, I have a flip phone, so it would be tough. It would be tough for me to add Instagram to that. (laughs) It is. Your technological life is so awesome. It's like you have the flip phone and all those things, yet you're literally sitting behind this like roadcaster sound thing, mixing levels and making music play as we're ending the episode. It's like... Yeah. You're a labyrinth, Daniel. A beautiful labyrinth. I am an enigma wrapped in a uh, uh, golden brown crust. (laughs) That's so wonderful. All right, guys. Subscribe to the podcast. Checking out all these episodes. The Stewardship Podcast. How we're going to help you manage your resources, your influence in your life. And today, it was social media. We'll see you next week.